I said it earlier in the week. More freaking cranberries on this episode of Nani's <laughs> Tune with <laughs> Avery and Lena. You picked Empire Records, mm-hmm. the, soundtrack, the soundtrack. And obviously I didn't because I didn't want to hear any more cranberries. <laughs> this cranberry song was different than what was on their other I, CD, though. Yes. It had a different I, feel, this song. I agree with you. It did have a different vibe to it. Yes, because it. I think it was only... It was made for this movie, as far as I understand. Okay. I couldn't find it on other CDs. Maybe I'm, I mean, my research is shoddy. Could be. It might not be. But it was one song out of, what, 16? Yes, you are right. 15. Oh, I have 16 on my playlist. Wait, wait. Do you have one called The Honeymoon is Over at the very last? Well, that's the soundtrack listing. That's what I see right now. Yeah, because I don't know that song. So but I don't have I my phone in front listing, of me. So. When I looked at the listing that was on it, but I didn't know that song at all. So I think it was some sort of mistake, but I don't know. Yeah. So but, why why did you pick this soundtrack? I hadn't heard it for a while. I really liked it back in the day. I've heard it since the 90s, but not oh, in a, real, in a really long time. Did you own it? Yes. Did I play it a lot? Yes. <laughs> Did I like the movie? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't really remember the movie. I watched it, but I don't really remember liking it. Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw them. I must have seen the movie, but it didn't make a huge impact because I don't really remember it. Yeah. there It has a cult following. but So the movie's 1995, Empire Record. It's just a day in the life of these record store employees who... Uh, whose stores beca- like is in danger of becoming a chain. It has such people as Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger. There, I'd say there are some of the biggest names: Rory Cochran, mm-hmm. and the poster. You must recognize. The oh, poster. I definitely like, that's recognize that's an the iconic. Poster. Poster. It definitely is. Yeah, Liv Tyler in her little plaid skirt and sweater. Yeah, yeah, I really like Rory Cochran. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the name, but yeah. he uh, he's been in some shows that I like. Dazed and Confused, which yeah. I guess in the movie, one of their albums is Dazed and Confused. Yes. Just a little <laughs> nod to that. <laughs> I guess Tobey Maguire was in it, but he asked them to cut his scenes because he ended up in rehab for alcoholism at that time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he wasn't a huge part. He had a little part, but yeah. So he asked them to take it out, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess he was drunk while he did them or something. So, yeah, found that out. Cool. Well, that also brings me to my Canadian connection, okay. since we're talking about people yeah, yeah. in the movie. But Coyote Shivers yes. he is Canadian. And But more importantly, I, I don't know if we have the same research. No, I'm sure we do because I was excited about this. He was a co-producer yeah. on the first single for the band Shadowy Man on a Shadowy Planet. And if you're not Canadian, you might not recognize that. But they are the ones that did the theme song, Having an Average Weekend, for the TV show Kids in the Hall. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very iconic for me, at least, growing up in the 90s, late 80s, just like hearing mm-hmm. that theme song. And that's do one of the very... Do, 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 do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and when, I'm, when I go back and I watch an episode of Kids in the Hall, whether it's online or wherever... I don't skip that theme song nope. because I like it that much. Yeah, it just, it, it sets the tone. It does because you get that first skit in the TV show 
Then they go to that, and then the rest of the show. So it like builds up that hype of the show altogether. So yeah. Also, Coyote Shivers. He was married to Liv Tyler's mother at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like his her stepdad. <laughs> but he was also in the movie John Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. Who With? starred Keanu Reeves? Also, I have a couple of Canadian connections. Okay. The song Bright as Yellow by The Innocence Mission, their first album was produced by Larry Klein, who is son, uh, a son, no, husband of Joni Mitchell, ex-husband now of Joni Mitchell, okay. also Canadian. But better than Ezra, they have Circle of Friends on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember this song, Good? They sang that. You might recognize it. I recognize it because I heard it yesterday okay i looked at what else i knew i knew other songs but one (laughs) here's a quote better than ezra's good reached number one coming in second ezra norm mcdonald (laughs) norm mcdonald that's my canadian another canadian connection (laughs) so norm mcdonald (laughs) which i thought was great yeah so had you heard the this cd or it's soundtrack? No, I don't think I did like before this, but when listening, I recognized some songs off the soundtrack. Like Probably A Girl Like You by Edwin Collins, the biggest song I'd say on Yeah, the... definitely that one because you played some songs the other day that I recognized that weren't available on YouTube music. Yeah. So that, I was like, oh, those are like the most popular songs off the CD. Yeah, I had to look like, I had to listen to them separately. I think I recognize the Jim Blossoms as well. Okay. They um are supposed to be made by another music company, but they wanted the Jim Blossoms on yes. it. So A&M Records um, made this CD. Also, I want to just circle back to A Girl Like You. Fantastic song. There was speculation that Iggy Pop would do a version in the U.S., but this gained traction on the got airplay, so it became pop. Like it became popular. He didn't redo it. On that is Sex Pistols drummer Paul Cook on that song. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I do like that song a lot. It's such a cool song that I feel like is one of those '90s songs that didn't fit a box. Which there's a lot of '90s songs like that that just were so out there but worked. Mm-hmm. Until I hear it from you, I mean, Jim Blossoms were okay, but to change a whole record label to accommodate yeah. the Gin Blossoms is kind of funny to me. Yeah. Sorry, Gin Blossoms. I was surprised by all the songs that were not on the soundtrack. Yes, I wrote some of those down, on, like that were in the movie, but not on the soundtrack. What stuck out for you? I think well, I know. Well, there was an ACDC song. Yep. If you want blood, you've got it. Cranberries. Yeah. <laughs> Video killed the radio star. Yeah, I noticed that one. Um, and I don't know if you know Counting Blue Cars by Dishwalla. You'd probably recognize that song. It sounds familiar because when I saw Dishwalla earlier, like I was like, that sounds so familiar. You'd know that song. But the most surprising one, which maybe would have been a great song for it, is Guar, Sadama Go Go. See, I don't know a ton by Guar. No, but we might know more if they were on the <laughs> <laughs> Also, 
I was surprised at some of the songs that were covers that I didn't know. Oh, yeah? Like what? Oh, Ready, Steady, Go Mm -hmm. was Billy Idol or Generation X in 1978. And I listened to his version. Pretty awesome. The Ballad of El El Gudo by Evan Dando, uh, previously of the Lemonheads, was actually originally sung by Big Stir. Now, have you ever heard of Big Stir? No. You will know one of their songs. It's called In the Street. And Ben Vaughn added a couple of lyrics and for the f- and then Cheap Trick covered it in the second season of That 70s Show. Oh hey. Yeah, it's the uh, the the uh, song, the opening credit song. Oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah. And and they were I think it might have been Big Star the first season and then Cheap Trick did it the second. Oh, okay. Season, which was kind of an interesting thing I found out. Hmm. Yeah, I think though I think those are the only ones that, as far as I know, that are covers. I could be wrong. Yeah, the other one that wasn't on it was Crazy Life by Toad the Wet Sprocket. That was one that we had to look up separately. It kind of reminded me a bit of Gin Blossoms, that same kind of vibe. They kind of went like kind of up and down on this, like some mellow kind of thing, some really high energy, some mellow. I liked the flow of this album, but I liked the flow better. When I didn't have to look up songs separately. Yeah, it definitely has that 90s poppy song soundtrack. And and then a little more mellow, yeah. I also learned where the uh, they got the band named Toad the Wet Sprocket. Okay. It was a Monty Python skit where where a journalist responds that, it says that, uh, here's Rex Stardust, lead electric triangle with Toad the Wet Sprocket. Has to have his elbow removed. <laughs> I don't remember the skit, but it was it was pretty funny. I looked up Cracker. Whole lot of trouble is on this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I know something else by them. And Low is the song, and you might recognize that song. They also have one called Euro Trash Girl that I might have heard, but I'm not sure. You seem distracted, Abe. <laughs> A little bit. How did you How did you like this CD? It was all right. Like okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. If you had it on, I'd listen to it. It didn't blow me away or anything. Like, yeah, which is kind of surprising too. Like when you look, like the Martinis—that's the ex-guitarist from the Pixies and Joey Santiago and his wife. I forget which band has the an guitarist from that became part of Black Label Society and oh, um, Drill. What You Are, that song. Yeah, the future Black Label Society bassist, John DeServio. Oh, bassist. Yeah, what did I say, guitarist? Guitarist, because Sorry, I was like, I meant to say bassist. Yeah, which hopefully I'll be going to see in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, I couldn't find much about Here Comes Again by Please, or much by Please. Okay. <laughs> Except there's a song by Melanie C., Spice Girl, called Here Comes Again, but it's not the same song. Yeah. And I was really surprised because I missed some wire somewhere and I thought one of the songs was written by Kenny Loggins, but no, I, I missed <laughs> some, I crossed some wires somewhere. I think it was Free, yeah, by the Martinis. That, okay. And he has a song with Free in it and I somehow got confused. What was your favorite song? I'd probably have to go with the Jim Blossoms till I hear it from you. Wow, that surprised me. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like familiar popular stuck with me i thought you were gonna say girl like you i just thought did you like that song 
Yeah, yeah. Just kind of curious. I don't know. I have two kind of favorite songs. Oh, I kind of have Girl Like You, but I really like Ready, Steady, Go. That's such a fun mm-hmm. poppy song. And another fun so- poppy song with the with the lyrics are, are I Don't Want to Live Today. <laughs> I do really like that song okay, as yeah. well. They had some fun Almost reminded me of like Karate Man by the Super Friends kind of vibe yeah, to yeah, those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. And I was really surprised or really excited to hear that that the Billy Idol does did Ready Steady Go. Yeah, Billy Idol. Like whenever I think of Billy Idol, White Wedding. No, the Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. which coincidentally we'll be reviewing. Nineties tune on Friday. <laughs> yes, Saturday. But one of my favorite quotes in any movie is from The Wedding Singer, mm-hmm. and it's just like when they're on an airplane and the guy just says, get out of my way, Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you, you have to see the whole movie. I it's, vaguely remember. Like, it's just so random that Billy Idol is on his flight and just gets in the way of stuff. And yep. <laughs> you have to see it, but it's one of my favorite things. Nice. So do I, am I happy with my choice? You yes. Ask? Are you happy with your choice? <laughs> I am. I am. It was nice to revisit this and put a little fun energy after, yeah. what did we listen to last week? I don't remember, but after we listened to the Cranberries for a while, mm-hmm. which I really love, but a little different vibe than this, even if there Story is a Cranberry. Yeah. yeah. I, I had another CD, but this is what I felt like this was, this was the energy I needed to start off my December. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was a good choice. Like, And it's been a while since we did... A movie or like yeah not a while like, like a month yeah a exactly month. that's a little while <laughs> what song should we put on the whatever you want you want to go with ready set go ready steady go oh ready steady go sorry i mean my god is telling me we should go girl like you that that should be the choice okay but i don't want it to be i'd say that's the i thought that was the biggest song yeah let's go with ready steady go by the nieces yes <laughs> they were little scoundrels, is the way I'm going to put it. <laughs> they almost burned down a hotel, launching bottle rockets in the hotel. Obviously. They spent some time in a Spanish jail for knocking over a row of Vespas and then getting in an altercation with the police afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that, taking a car for a joyride and then returning it back to the same parking lot, like little. Yeah. Yeah. Scoundrels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, there were a lot of different bands I couldn't find a lot about, like really out there bands, not popular, mm-hmm. which I kind of liked that about it too. Good. And good. I just remembered the CD just brought back. Well, I think that memories. that whole vibe of not every, not every song is like the most biggest band out there because they're like an independent, independent record store. So it's sort of. Yep. I and goes I, with everything. I really like that. I mean, a lot of movies are like that, not all the biggest songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can see you're done with this. What do you choose for next week? <laughs> I am choosing. Oh, it didn't chart? It did. Do you want to talk did. about it, charts? Let's talk. So what did you find out about charting? Eh? <laughs> well, it didn't chart in Canada, but it charted on the Billboard 200, so it reached number 63. But the biggest song off of it charted, um, Till I Hear It From You by the Jim Blossoms. Oh, was that one? Charted as high as at number nine. So... If it was a band's first top 20 hit. Yeah, so that's all I got. So I wonder if it was worth it changing labels to get the gin blossoms. Probably not. 
Sounds about right. <laughs> but next week, I am going to pick Tales from the Punch Bowl by Primus. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. I, I don't know if nice is the word, but interesting. Yes. Because I don't know. <laughs> you don't know Primus or do you not know? I probably album? know more songs than I actually think I do. Well, this album has Winona's Big Brown. Big Brown. Yeah. And there's so. another song by them I think yeah. I know. But I can't think yeah. of it at but, the top of my head. But yeah. I think I owned this album when I was younger, so I want to revisit it. Nice. All yeah. right. We'll see what that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you on Friday, which will be listening to the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. Because it will be the first day of Hanukkah. Yes.